Shred Shed Podcast. Yo, what up? This is Earl Shreds, boy. And Sydney Shreds. Ooh. And this is your number one podcast. For all things rock and roll, music, or just plain awesome. Y'all don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got, at Earl Shreds. And don't forget to check out the website, www.earlshreds.com. Thank What is going on, everybody? Today is no doubt the day. It is a Monday. It is today. It is your day. It is my day. And it just might be our day because I'm on here solo, kicking it up, busting it up with the baddies. All my baddies out there, shout out to my baddies, no doubt. Let me get a sip of water. Here we go. You ready? A little water ASMR. That was refreshing. Here's your daily reminder to everybody out there. Please drink your water. We've had enough dehydrated people. It's incredibly sad when I go out in public and I see people who are dehydrated, and I really just find that unacceptable. Um, So I don't work for Big Water. I'm trying to take down Big Water. Uh, As you may know, it's kind of weird that they sell it to us. Last time I checked my ancestors in the uh, tribes of the deep forest that I'm definitely from and would definitely acclimate to that situation incredibly well again and may go back there, may be forced out of necessity to live that way that my ancestors did because there are impending situations coming that have deep-seated repercussions on everything that is non-alien in our life. And I just, it's Monday. I've got so many things that I just cannot seem to um, be part of intellectually. And I need to, I need to just let them out, guys. I, I can't keep doing this where my mom and dad from planet Uranus are just getting shot down over Alaska. Please stop shooting at my friends. This is a PSA. To all my badass Air Force F-22 pilots out there, stop shooting at all my buddies, dude. They're just trying to sauce it up. You know that, dude, that meme? <laughs> and now you're money where it's like the trunk is bopping. They are, they're trying to, swing, trying to swing and bang, you know. They come to Earth swinging and banging. And um, they're, they're here, guys. Yeah. Aside from my schizophrenic rambling, they are here among us, not last of us. You ain't got to worry about portobellos taking over. You got to worry about ETs. They are here. ETs are here. They are living within us. They are probing us actively. To say that you're not getting probed, not true. I know that that is not true. You are most definitely getting probed. Um, I am doing the probing. <laughs> but there's a lot of big alien news. Um, you may notice I have my sunglasses on. I cannot see a damn thing. But um, right now, I'm just keeping the haters, like, dimmed. I don't want to see the haters. Um, unfortunately, I have to wear prescription glasses and that puts the haters into much more clear focus. And sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, I don't want to see them. 
I don't want to see you. Um, there are haters among us who are not aliens, just regular NPC humans. But they are out there, guys. I hope that we had a fantastic diddly dactic weekend because I did. I sauced it down so hard on the stage. Private Party Friday was uh, interesting. To say that it was the pinnacle of my musical career would not be true, but it is very nice, and I am very grateful for the people that hired Mason. They did not hire me. They hired Mason, and Mason hired me. So, you know I'm 100% honest, but I, I guess I'll thank you, Mason, for hiring me, but... Thank you to the um, great people that hired us for their work event on Friday. Um, I've said it many times before, I prefer playing at bars where there's Chicken Wire and Hell's Angels. So it was a little bit different for my taste, but I am still very grateful to have the opportunity to play. Because, of course, it was not too long ago when I was playing hardcore music in basements. And I do look fondly on those years, but it's, I'd rather have, I'd rather make income. As I get older, money seems to be more important. So thank you to them. And then of course, thank you to the freaking shoot, debut at the shoot. And it was everything that I hoped it would be, could be, should be, will be, was be, and to be. Big things on the horizon. Like and subscribe. Y'all, please check out my YouTube channel. If you went to the shoot, you need to follow me on YouTube and support me. Cash, uh, Venmo, Earl Shreds, please support me any way you can. Any amount of support definitely helps of course check out the merch shop dude i am about to start making new designs all the time because i'm tired of sleeping on this shit and i dropped a new design last night that is i think pretty freaking sick and i if i had the money would buy one i don't even have the money to buy my own merchandise so please i i want to know i just i I want to be jealous of my own merch. Y'all buy it. Go to the shop and check out the shop, the site. The find the t-shirts support me. I try to price them. Is I promise you, I'm not making a shitload of money on them, and I price them so that hopefully most people can afford them. I pay the shipping. I pay everything, and they are high quality, printify USA made clothing. I could make more money off people and opt for Chinese distribution or foreign distribution, but the quality of my clothing would definitely degrade. So I use Printify for you guys. Take a hit because I am not a greedy fuck. You all know that. I am a greedy fuck, but I'm not. But the shoot was awesome. Love playing at the places where there's wooden dance floors with a ring around it. I might bring it, I'll talk about it later maybe. I might bring a picture film on what I'm talking about. These are my favorite places to play in a country band. If you're playing honky-tonk music, which is the only country that I like to fucking play. Um, Yellowstone, 
sad boy Western shit. I don't like that. I, I, I mean, I'm going to have to continually explain myself because people are always trying to either tell me about this artist that is that type and all the labels are fucking pushing that. I mean, they have just the Yellowstone Mountain Western country sh- music has just taken over the entire country music scene in Texas. They I mean last they are the last of us fungus music form. I mean everything the promoters, the AR people, the venues, the only thing they want and want to hear is to me more and more this western mountain wagon wheel country shit. It's dude, I mean that to me that is not Texas Willie Nelson is Texas country to me. Hippie shit. I mean, I and I've been I get they're selling tickets too, but the concerts, it didn't look every time I go to one of these types of uh shows that I don't I'm not going to put any names on blast. Not that it matters, but it doesn't look like anybody's having fun. I mean, I leave. I don't stay the whole time. I mean, but um, I want to see more Willie Nelson, uh, more Hank Williams, more, uh, I mean, I'm beating a dead horse. I mean, whiskey. I want to get whiskey bound, bent and hell bound. I don't want to hear every song, well, on a train on the on a wrist and on a wet bond train and a westbound in the mountains and the trains and the wagon wheels and the trains and the trains and the trains, yeah. Ooh, you know, it's, it's, I've had enough. I've had enough, but it's okay. My opinion is completely worthless. I have absolutely no sway in the industry and feel entitled to at least my opinion. Um, so if you get mad at me, um, if you don't like what I say and you don't, and you get mad at me because I'm talking shit about your favorite artist or type of music, um, remember that I am a nobody and truly the only satisfaction I get is not financial. It is just when you get mad. So I can be the martyr to your sensitivity in that I am a sociopath in the fact that I take enjoyment in other people's suffering. And if I was born in the 1500s, I would definitely have concubines, a private army, and a nice castle with a big moat. So take take solace in the fact that you were born in the Lord's year of 2023 or earlier within the 19th, 20th century, and that I am not riding my horse in your village, taking your gold, your women, children, and making you rub my feet, and that the only true power I have is talking complete nonsense on the internet. Um, let's do, let's dispel the haters. Uh, lots of haters this week. Uh, maybe, oh, hold on. Maybe past two weeks. I don't know if this is good content. Um, I'm thinking now. I'm ranting. If y'all don't like this, um, I guess you could tune out. Whatever, I don't care. I don't know if anybody likes any of my content, but uh, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. A um, lot of lot of via messages. Uh, don't send me messages. Um, 
here's a PSA for me because it uh, impedes my thought process on things I actually care about. And, um, you know, I shouldn't read crap people send me. Don't send me messages um, about how I should not cuss. If you're offended by me saying fuck, um, fuck, 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 fuck. It is what it is. I Come on, dude. I am too broke, too fucking, you know, too over it, work too hard to censor myself for you because uh, vibrations that are made with muscles in my throat offend you. Don't give a fuck. Uh, don't send me messages thinking that I, I, I get, I don't know why people think all this has been ongoing, that I am addicted to drugs or have a problem, a substance abuse problem. I am fine. I am not. Addi- I, I have an addiction to cigarettes. Luckily, cigarettes don't fuck me up. I, I, you know, I do have an addictive personality, but I, I luckily am not addicted to alcohol or pills. I work very hard and um, am a functioning, somewhat functioning member of society. So I'm okay. I'm not on any medication or, or I'm not taking, I do take medication, but the doctor gave it to me. Anything I take, the doctor gives it to me. I consult with my doctor. That's why I don't listen to when you, when COVID was happening and any other shit when your aunt was like, my, my aunt said that the COVID vaccine's going to give you horns and make you shit rainbows. You're, I listen to board qualified doctors. And even then I listen to them with a grain of salt. Cause most of them are fucking wackos. So I definitely ain't fucking taking medical advice from your fucking aunt who has tie-dye drapes on her window and has 400 fucking crystals on her shelf. Believe me, I'm fine. I am definitely good. I may be mentally unstable, but I am not alleviating it with medication. And when you see me having a drink at a bar, because that's what it is, All I play mostly at bars, the content... I, I mean, I post a lot of content where I'm at bars or been at bars having, enjoying myself having a drink and motherfuckers that have no life are just, you know, they immediately go to have a, I'm a drunk. I'm a, uh, have a substance abuse problem, blah, 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 blah. Hey, I'm, I'm not, if I'm at a bar having a drink, that doesn't mean that I'm an alcoholic it means I'm at a bar where you fucking drink. I know that nobody invites you motherfuckers to the bar, so you probably don't fucking know what goes on at bars or any other establishments where it's fun social gatherings. But I'll give you some fucking insight right now. When you go to a bar, it's called a bar because there's liquor and beer there behind the bar that you order. So I'm going to have a fucking drink when I go out. I'm not going to have a fucking drink on Monday at one in the morning beating my dog or some shit. Like, God, get a life. I don't have a problem. I'm fine. I am good. I, I'm not good. But in the fact that I am not working my ass off and have problems with drugs and alcohol, no, I'm fine. Uh, that's, I, have, I, I have a problem with operating my fucking business. If you want to message me and say you're worried about me, but you're worried about me because you think I drink too much or cuss too much or post vulgar things on the internet or you don't like what I'm saying, you need to get a fucking life. And I'm going to let you know right now, here's something you can worry about 
I worry about my fucking business. I worry about paying my fucking operating cost and my fucking credit card bill. So if you want to fucking worry about me and help me, buy a fucking t-shirt or send me a fucking tip on Earl Shreds, Venmo, whatever. Please, you can worry about that because shit is fucking expensive. I drive good driving in these fucking gigs where I'm not getting paid shit. That's fucking what you need to worry about because I am suffering. Guess who doesn't get to go on vacations? Guess who doesn't get to do shit on fucking Saturdays? You say, oh, uh, you got a problem. Oh, I'm worried about you because you're cussing. No, you want to worry about me because I work too fucking much. You need to get a fucking side hustle or another fucking job because if you're if you're making your side hustle worrying about me, you are not doing yourself any fucking favors. You should not be worrying about in your free time what some troll on the internet thinks. I promise you, you're welcome for that free advice. Man, look at me. I'm all fired up and it's Monday. I, w- I have podcast guests scheduled this week. Um, I got to get Wednesday confirmed. But I was just, I love, I, dude, I miss sometimes doing these solo podcasts. And, um, you know, like, it's fun to do them because I can say whatever the fuck I want and get in trouble. All right. I can rant. I'm going to continue this rant in a minute. But what I did start this conversation with about probing is there is some fucking big news out there, big dog, on the motherfucking Alaskan skies or the North American skies. I mean, before I get into this, I'm going to shout out my sponsors real quick before. Um, I mean, it's crazy what's going on out there. I mean... There are things happening that are just, I mean, it's, I'm glad that my family is finally kind of giving me and takes me off this fucking rock. If you guys haven't listened to the, uh, the Patreon Tim Villain episode, who I love, um, he released a Patreon and it is one of the funniest rants he has done in a long fucking time. This podcast is, of course, help sponsored by Tim's Tiny Trucks at 23402 FM 2100, Huffman, Texas. Tim's Tiny Trucks is your number one dealer for Japanese mini trucks in the great state of Texas. Japanese mini trucks are the ultimate utility vehicle for farmers, ranchers, hunters, outdoorsmen, manufacturers, or anyone looking for a reliable, capable, quiet, and comfortable vehicle to tackle anything you throw at it. We offer a wide range of trucks from high-end, fully customized to basic stock trucks ready to go to work. Stay out of the weather as you off-road or take your family to the beach. Did we mention all of our mini trucks come with AC, heat, to keep you comfortable while you cruise. Rest assured that you are getting the best UTV vehicle with us. Let us help you get off the road today. Please check out Tim's Tiny Trucks at 23402 FM 2100 Huffman, Texas. When you go to Tim's Tiny Trucks, tell them Earl Shreds brought you, and you're going to get two free T-shirts, one from Tim's Tiny Trucks and one from me. Please, when you go to Tim's Tiny Trucks and you order or buy your new Tim's Tiny Truck, Please mention Earl Shreds brought you for a free t-shirt from both me and Tim's Tiny Trucks. 
Call or text 346-353-MINI. That's 346-353-MINI. This podcast is also held sponsored by Lacey's Golf Cards, 9807-FM-2920, Tomball, Texas, 77375. Again, that's 9807-FM-2920, Tomball, Texas. Please check out Lacey's Golf Cards. One of my good friends, one of my best friends, uh, Chad, he is involved with them over there. I consider him one of my best friends. What began as a hobby with a couple golf carts in the backyard has turned into the American dream for us. We love seeing the smiles on our customers' faces when they find a cart they fall in love with, knowing that we've played a part and all the memories that are about to be made makes this a business like none other. They strive to build and carry a quality product and make customers care a top, make customer care a top priority. Whether you're looking for a golf cart or just need repairs, you can count on Lacey's Golf Carts to treat you and take care of you like family. They're open from Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and closed on Sundays. They take American Express, Cash, Check, Discover, MasterCard, Visa. They got golf carts, golf cart batteries, golf cart parts and accessories. They do repairs, golf cart sales, golf cart repairs and accessories. And they also do custom-built golf carts as well. Again, mention that Earl Shreds brought you, you're going to get a free T-shirt when you buy your new Lacey's Golf Cart. Please, when you go to Lacey's Golf Cart at 9807-FM-2920, Tomball, Texas, 77375. Mention Earl Shreds bought you. You get a free T-shirt. You can call them at 832-990-6090. Let's look at some... I want to read a good review. Great establishment... This is from a review left in February. Great establishment. The team over at Lacey's is unmatched. They sell a great line of products that are priced fairly and customized to perfection. I wouldn't go anywhere else for my golf cart needs. They also service carts there. Nothing like a one-stop shop, family-owned and operated. Absolutely. And last but not least, this podcast is helped sponsored by the Gulf Coast Drifters. That's Mason Craiger and the Gulf Coast Drifters. Let's look at the show schedule, please. Next show, we're off for a few weeks, then we're at Cowam Ranch Festival, 4.30 to 6 p.m. on Saturday, March 4th, located at 508 County Road 12. It's like an hour and a half slot or something. It's a festival, multiple bands. I think them Dirty Roses, Tanner Urzu get to be there. Please. And then next time after that, we'll be at the Whiskey Bar on March 17th, 11 to 1 a.m. Please come check us out. Very much looking forward to that. We'll also be at the HLSR Wine Garden on March 19th. Y'all go over and check out the Gulf Coast Drifters music show schedule to see where we're playing next. And, of course, check out my website, earlshreds.com, for all the latest cool new merch drops. These are the coolest clothes you can buy from any guitar player. Don't fucking at me about it. Check out the the, uh, Shopify shop. It is all print on demand. I use Printify as my distributor for my clothing store. They are a all-American, American-made clothing brand with the highest quality print-on-demand distributor that you can get. I take a hit financially to give you guys the best quality clothing that I can provide you. It would be very much more financially beneficial for me 
to increase my margins by selling you a cheap overseas Chinese or Asian manufacturer for my clothing, but I do not do that because my fans and my supporters deserve better. That is why I use Printify for my shop-on-demand program for my Shopify store so that you guys get the best quality. Please go check out the reviews. Everyone that's ordered a shirt, I have got zero bad reviews or zero bad things to say so far since I've had my merch store open. So I look forward to you guys not only ordering a shirt, but posting and tagging a picture of you with the merch somewhere out. It really makes my day, and it really helps spread the good word about Earl Shreds. When you sign up to my website, please send me your email address, and uh, you get 10% off with your first order. I believe it's $50 or under, so thank you. But let's get into, before I get into let me take a drink, because I am thirst, your boy, thirsty, but mm, Lord have Lord have mercy, ooh, Lord, ooh. Mm. Big things coming. No, fuck you later. I don't want to do that. Guys, dude, these ads are getting ridiculous. Um, first of all, damn. I'll tell you what, as dude, hold on, I'm cropping out the ad. I do not want to see that. Sorry. Um, don't care about your ad. I mean, we got to go 1,000%. Ugh, there we go. That is a good-looking F-22 Raptor. Man, dude, nothing gets me harder than a freaking F-22. Lord have mercy. Damn, look at the lines, the contours, baby. Ooh, Lord have mercy. God, I love America. So we're on space.com. U.S. military shoots down small object over Alaska. The mystery object was about the size of a small car, U.S. officials said. An F-22 fighter jet in flight off the coast of Virginia, December 2022. Damn, looks good. For a second time, two times, they're here. They know, we know, we're here for you. The U.S. military has blasted, blasted an intruder out of the nation's skies. A fighter jet took out a mysterious object just off the coast of northern Alaska at 1.45 p.m. EST on Friday, February 10. Department of Defense officials said the object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet imposed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. Pentagon Press Secretary Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder said, Dear, he is, that's head dick. That is big dog shit, said during a press briefing on Friday. Friday's high-altitude actions come just six days after fucking F-22 fighter ace. I wish I had his name, but I, that dude is a legend now. Every fighter pilot wants to get an air-to-air kill, and that is a fucking career highlight right there. So congratulations to you, whoever that brave airman was that took down the Chinese spy balloon. Congrats, buddy. Hope you get your a badass new little pin or whatever they give y'all and your name on the wall. And if you didn't get laid, you need to get laid. If you got an old lady, she needs to lay you. The Chinese spy balloon was huge. 
It was inflated. Envelope was about 200 feet with a truss structure with solar panels on it, I might say. Beneath it was the size of several school buses. Y'all check out a shirt. I did a shirt that's themed on this Chinese spy balloon. It's pretty cool. Pretty funny. <coughs> Excuse me. I am so sorry. The object that was shot down over Alaska on Friday was about the size of a small car. So, not similar in size or shape to the high-altitude surveillance balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4th, Ryder said. Ground-based radar detected the Alaska intruder on Thursday, February 9th. He added fighter jets subsequently investigated confirming the object's presence and altitude. Old U.S. Joe B. ordered, our president Joey B. ordered the object to be taken out and the military did it quickly. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of the spy balloon. Here's a picture of them retrieving the spy balloon. We have no further details, lies, about the object at this time, including description of its capability, lies, or purpose, or origin. Possibly lies. They know. They've begun, teams have begun searching for the pieces of the destroyed object. Ryder added. He also gave an update about similar efforts with the Chinese balloon debris. They got that one. That one is easy. Let's go to... Uh, everything is so... You know, you type in news source on Google and it's always the most biased crap. We are, we're on popular mechanics. Another good looking. They just, I love how every one of these articles just starts with a picture of an F-22, some random stock headage from Getty Images of an F-22. What day was this? This was reported February 10th. So what, three days ago? On Friday afternoon, the U.S. military shot down another, it's very suspicious to me um, that they, uh, that this all happens on Friday. I'm sorry, I had to yawn. If you don't know anything about news reporting world or how the news is reported or how the government reports shit or does shit, here's an insight. They do all the fucking shady shit on Friday afternoon. They know that you are off work, you are not thinking about the news, and you do not care because you're trying to go to the fucking club or the bar. You're not worried about anything the government does. So if you want to know when uh, shit's getting swept around the rug or they're doing anything shady, Friday afternoon is the day to do it, which this whole event is very suspicious to me that it is happening on Fridays because... Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just shady. Anything that happens on Friday, you know, like fucking, there'd be a, you know, like the Pentagon will be like at Friday at like 530 in the afternoon, everybody's off work trying to get drunk. Uh, oh, just, hey, uh, FYI, we just, we cannot account for like $4 trillion. Um, yeah. And then nobody fucking, everybody forgets it because they get wasted Friday night and they wake up and they don't even remember what they did at the bar last night. But why? 
I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you think aliens have a sense of Friday? Like, are the aliens trying to go to work, get drunk, or trying to go to the bar? Are they off work? I don't you know. It's just second time in six days. Here, let's um. Object over Alaska airspace in the <laughs> Mr. Biden, there is an there is alien, literally aliens over Alaska. They are stealing polar bears and probing Uranus. Aliens, like uh, like uh, like corn pop, like ET was. You know, it, corn pop was ET. Mr. Biden, what do you want to do? Uh, fast Mr. Biden, we need you to say something coherent. Uh, shoot it down, man. Shoot it down. Mm, you smell nice today, agent. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why are you smelling me? So proud of you, Joe. Proud of you, Joe. Um, he's he's been on an upstreak since his little State of the Union thing. So inside our territorial waters, now those waters right now are frozen. Then it's our territorial ice, you asshole. It's not territorial water if it's frozen. It's ice. Dude, did you even go to freaking school? <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> territorial uh, airspace and over territorial waters. Ice. Fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command took down the object within the last hour. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so I can... <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker just said, uh, uh, the army just took it down over water and, uh, okay. <laughs> no, we're not taking any questions. These motherfuckers are so shady, dude. Oh, idiot, dude. I was watching, I was watching, um, the Netflix docu docuseries, uh, about Three Mile Island last night, and it had a bunch of actual news footage. And press briefings from the uh, actual, like, when was, I think Three Mile, Three Mile Island was in the 70s. The Fitz. God, I hate this time. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a boomer and say, oh, shit was better that, back then. Because really it wasn't. Um, definitely people didn't, people had less. And if you were a minority or marginalized individual, it was fucking definitely not better for you back then. But the fucking fits, the cars, the style, people were dumb as fuck. Like, people nowadays, most people are still dumb as fuck. But they feel like they're fucking smart because of the internet. Like, they've, you know, they're dumb as fuck, but they just consume any fucking stupid headline on the internet, they're going around saying, uh, I don't, we, uh, they're, 
trying to say something that's not cliche. You know, they just say anything like, did you know 60% of people have inflamed buttholes and you don't respect my identities and I identify as an inflamed butthole and there are 15,000 genders and the new Harry Potter game is uh, transphobic and I saw it on the internet, I read it on Reddit, I'm a Discord mod, the new Harry Potter game is definitely for, if you play the new Harry Potter game, you do not care about marginalized individuals, shut up, you know what, that's why I liked in the 70s, you people were just fucking stupid, and you just walked around with your mouths open, never breathing out your fucking nose, just looking like a bunch of dumbasses just yelling at the sky and yelling at kids because you didn't have phones and you weren't inundated with nonsense information all the time. It was a better fucking time, and you people took more pride in being imbeciles. Now you just pretend to be fucking smart. God, I miss, dude, I, the 70s... And then, dude, just, uh, you know, and you were all <laughs> irradiated because they were releasing fucking ra- irradiated hydrogen gas from Three Mile Island. People just growing thumbs out their fucking foreheads, just saying, well, you know, my city, my, my, well, you know, I, I'm going to have cancer when I'm 38, but, uh, you know, have you seen, uh, <laughs> have you heard the new Bruce Springsteen album? I mean, come on, dude, but, um. The whole point of this rant before I got off was this dude, I'm watching the press briefings and politicians and people in the government, they definitely seemed way more afraid back then, as they should be. These motherfuckers look terrified on the stand and at the press briefings, like like, fuck, we just released radiation and fucking water. Now we get like, oh, God. Like, these are gonna, they're, they're going to revolt. And, the, you know, the people, the press at the press briefings back in the day were sad. They were like, why the fuck did you not tell us this? Fuck you, you know. They're surrounding him. You pussies in the fucking press and new, mainstream press and news media have gotten so fucking soft. Look how fucking um, vindicated this dude and his thought that he has... No fucking account- accountability to me as a fucking taxpayer or to you as a fucking press. Look at him. Last hour. Hold on. U.S. Northern Command took down the object within the last hour. Okay. So I- Motherfucker just said, okay, shook his head. Okay, don't fucking ask me any questions. Shut the fuck up. This fucking... <laughs> You only thing you motherfuckers at the news media need to do is say this A9 Hellfire rocket was brought to you by the good people at Pfizer and Moderna. That's the only motherfucking thing you guys need to report on and say. He's so fucking vindicated. They this dude is not afraid of anybody at the press or anybody as a taxpayer at all. Tell me about the aliens. What is his name? I know he's important. I want to know where the aliens at. I want to know where the gold at. Where the gold? Where is the gold at? Man, unbelievable. Y'all go check out the Three Mile Island uh, documentary. Doesn't even touch the Chernobyl one, but it's, it's easy watching kind of, you know.
of course, it happened. You know, the Ru- the nuclear accident in Russia was way more fucking interesting than the one in America. We don't have we don't even have good nuclear meltdowns. Let's go to see what Louis Louis Lou Alizando said. So wise words once said, this is on Twitter, keep calm and carry on. We can't allow hysterics to drive our decision and thinking. Very cool. So one of the primary reasons I resigned from the Pentagon in 17, no one was paying attention. Lewis has nothing insightful to say. That's fine. Um, so it, this is all weird. Um, Weird that it happened on Friday. There is definitely a possibility that they are fucking hyping this up, though I have seen reports of a UFO that they're about to shoot down in China over some Chinese city now. So I don't fucking know what's going on. Maybe they're here to probe me. I'm I'm not being probed without a fight, so come and get it. Dude, imagine that alien show up and I got my fucking tap-out gear on, bro, and I'm... Dude, hold on. I gotta put this... Dude, here's the deal, fucking uh, Zagula 3 or wherever the fuck your name is coming in in your fucking cylindrical shiny probe. There, Even your airplane looks like a fucking probe. Come probe me, buddy. I'm ready. I will, I, dude, I'll put my tap-out gear on so quick and fuck your little gray ass up. You don't want that, son? It will be the end of your alien ass. I'm just kidding. Please don't probe me because I know that you're coming. I... Um, I'll play the guitar for aliens. Like they could put me in their spaceship. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like, hey, what's going on, uh, spaceship? Bloop 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 bloop. Zeta three point How are we doing tonight? And they'll go bloop 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 bloop. And um, I'll be like, so uh, you guys come here often? Boys, <laughs> ah, they're getting. Ooh, anyways, uh, <laughs> whew. Sorry, aliens. Uh, y'all want to hear Wonderwall? And maybe... Oh, bloop, bloop. And maybe... I said... And I said maybe you're my Wonderwall. Oh, man. I have an issue. Um, so, yeah. They are coming. Um, this is incredibly embarrassing that our military has not fully nuked them. Um, they just nuke like a car-shaped UFO. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, the fucking... I want to see M1 Abrams versus Flying Saucer, bro. Gonna be sick. The reboot is sick. Independence Day 2, sauce your bitch down. Gonna... I'm ready for it. So, um... Anyways, the fact that it was all on Saturday and I've seen other people, I am not unique in this thought or any thoughts. I'm a complete copycat. Um, is that this is um, a uh, distraction tactic to distract the public from the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. This shit's fucked. I don't if you haven't heard it, um, I'm not a news reporter, so I don't give a fuck if I report anything. I'm not reporting shit. I'm just sent talking about it. It happened. When did it happen? Let me look up. I got I'm I looked up a train derail. It is bad, guys. I am 
I would be very unhappy um, if I lived anywhere. In, I, I would be just unhappy if I lived in Ohio. <laughs> but well, in, sorry, people in Ohio. I just kidding. Um, uh, I'm mad. I mean, fuck them. Emergency crews responded to a train derailment only on the East Texas freeway. In, oh, this is in Houston. I'm fuck. Oh my god. I guess we'll go to CNN. What the fuck? Who cares? They've been a little bit better. Because since their ratings got so fucked. I don't. The night of February 3rd, Ratner was watching his daughter's. This, I guess the CNN's talking about some dude. When the crash happened, he was watching his daughter's basketball game, didn't hear it over the noise of the game, but when he walked out of the building, he could see the massive blaze. So this happened on February 3rd. Here's from, um, this is bad, dude. They're, I think this is a lot worse than what anybody with the train company or the government is saying. The EPA has, this is from response.epa.gov. So this is actually information that I would not trust, but it is the information you should be repeating. EPA has posted a document from Norfolk Southern listing the cars that were involved in the derailment that they were carrying. The U.S. EPA continues to conduct air monitoring throughout the East Palestine community. Air community. Air monitoring since the fire went out has not detected any of levels of concern in the community. Um, here you go. Look at this picture. Uh, where, dude, there's a gnarly picture. This is a good one right there from Fox News. Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. I'd have to say that's probably in the air. Uh... Wow. Residents may still smell odors from the site. If you experience symptoms, Columbian County, Columbiana County Health Department recommends calling your medical provider. They're going to say, get your vaccine. Yeah, take your booster shot. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. I mean, this is terrible. Um, you know, when they, they the train workers tried to strike, they said, hey, can we have a day off? Or if I'm sick, can I not come to work? And the government colluded with the fucking corporations that run everything, of course, and fucked the train um, workers, the railroad workers. So I got you guys in my thoughts. Um, support the fucking railroad workers. Support your union railroad workers. Fuck the companies. They should. I wish they could have striked. I wish they could have changed the shit because it is fucked up, dude. It is not right what they are doing. Instead of buying into, um, instead of the, the railroad companies along with collusion with the government, instead of in taking their profits and investing, um, how much did, hold on, look. Uh, Norfolk Southern 2022 uh, Profits. 
North Fork Southern today announced fourth quarter and a full year 2022 financial results. This was reported from nscorp.com. I can give you fourth quarter. Here's the 2022 summary. Railway operating revenues were a record, a record 12.7 billion up 14% or 1.6 billion compared with 2021, driven by an 18% increase revenue per unit. Railway operating expenses were 7.9 billion, an increase of 19% compared with the same period last year, driven by higher fuel prices, inflation, network congestion, and higher compensation and benefits. Lies. Income from railway operation was 4.8 billion, up 8%, or 362 million year over year. That means for I could I can make I could clickbait it and say 12.7 but really even still uh income from operations was 4.8 billion. You know where that 4.8 fucking billion went? It didn't go to safety inspections on the rail cars. It didn't go to improving the rail lines, building more rail lines so that you as the paying customer get the consumables that you order faster. Um it did not go to medical time, medical leave, or medical days off for the rail workers. It did not go to hiring more rail workers to monitor and operate the railway systems to ensure a more safe railway. What that fucking money went to was the shareholders. And let's go. Let's look it up. Who owns... Um, the majority stakes in this company. I would love to know. I'm sorry you got to l- listen to me look these things up, but I think of things as I talk about them, unfortunately, and I don't have a producer. So if anybody wants to be my producer for free or very little money, please let me know. Oh, here we go. Oh, I see. Okay. Norfolk, their biggest owners of this company are Vanguard Group at a 7.68 stake. They just sold 73,000 shares. I wonder why. JP Morgan owns a 4.5% stake. BlackRock. BlackRock Fund Advisor owns 4.54%. SSGA Funds Management owns 4.47%. The Lazard as you notice there's no names, no people. No people. You can't go back to somebody and ask, hey, why the fuck did this happen? They do this on a reason. All of these, LLC, LLC, Capital Management, Capital Research, uh, Clearing Services, Management Group, so, no, that profit did not go to fucking improving the rail worker safety, rail line safety, or hazard prevention. It went to stock buybacks, share buybacks, so that these fucking holding clearance house 
uh, Corpse LLC's, um, you know, uh, amb- ambiguous legal collab- conglomerations get paid very shadily. So um, because they're greedy, you know, and, and it's rarely in life you can say such definitive conclusions, but because the shareholders want to make always more and more money, the people of Palestine, Ohio, now have a river of dead fish and will probably have groundwater contamination for a very long time, a la Flint, Michigan. So, um, being that I watched, of course, I said earlier I watched the Three Mile Island documentary, I've got a feeling that this is going to play out in a much similar way because it's not as if uh, politicians or the government has become increasingly hard on corporations, if anything, less. So um, be ready for, uh, you know, be ready for lies, be ready for um Statements of no, there is no hazard from the public when you go on TikTok and there's a lady filming her river and there's dead fish floating everywhere. But no, there is not. Um, I am very much thinking about the people of Palestine, Ohio, and of East Palestine, a town of about 5,000 people evacuated. Really looked like a pretty town. Um, Fuck, dude, that's so sad. I I really think about you guys. Um, I hope that I hope that if anything, you guys get a nice fat paycheck from these assholes. I don't really think anything is worth fucking poisoning your town. About four point five metric tons of toxic chemicals are shipped by rail each year. Well, where's um. Five days after a train carrying vinyl chloride derailed and exploded near the Ohio-Pennsylvania border, crews ignited a controlled burn of toxic chemicals to prevent a much more dangerous explosion. The Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Pittsburgh region alone has seen eight train derailments over the last five years. About 1,700 annually occur nationally. Wow. I'm trying to look at what exactly the chemicals were. They have cut the hell out. Okay, here we go. Rail companies laid off more than 20,000 rail workers during a year period in 2018 to 2019, representing the biggest layoffs in rail since the Great Recession. And the nation's rail force has dipped below 200,000, the lowest level ever, because it's expensive. You know what? One of the most expensive things it is running a business, paying employees. They cut the hell. They cut the hell out of the workforce, and there are big plans to cut it further. Kaminko said, "Just because the rail companies are profitable doesn't mean they're healthy." Um, so I will pray or do whatever you do. Just keep the people of this town in your thoughts. It's incredibly fucked up. I wish you guys the best. I wish I was in a position to help or do more, but all I can do is talk about it and make spread awareness. Um, people need to know that 
the corporations are cutting costs and making profits at the expense of uh, public safety. It is absolutely disgusting. It's nothing new. It's, you know, um, how many fucking oil spills have do we have to see? How many fucking toxic waste dumps? How many blah, blah, blah? They, what, it's just constant. And you fucking idiots that um, preach the liberal version of climate change as religion that has just been captured by the fucking um, World Economic Forum, um, you're you're really fucking... You're, you're not putting any cause towards um, actual climate disasters. So um, please keep these people in your thoughts. Let them, you know... I hope we, the rail workers can get better. I hope that the safety is increased. I hope all the things happen. Very sad. But uh, you guys want to hear talk about music before I end this sweet, sweet cutie pie. Oh, sweet, oh, sweet cutie pie. I just want to, had a little beef the other day. Um, when I got open my phone, I guess I could look it up. On my, um, let me mute my stuff because I don't want nothing to come up. I'm getting a little Facebook beef. Nothing beats good old Facebook beefing. Okay, just let me switch to my other account. I thought it was funny. I might make a tick. I thought about making a separate TikTok, but I'm not going to do that. Where's this guy at? Homie blocked me. I don't think I can. Um... I don't know if I will be able to see the post. Yeah, the homie, he blocked me. What a. It was okay. What the beef was, it wasn't beef. Fuck it. <laughs> this dude posted like a, one of the Facebook, you know how you can type into um, a picture, super boomery on Facebook. And he was like, to all the venues that never respond back to my emails or phone calls, you guys just wait because one day we're going to make it all worth it or you're going to regret it or something like that. It was like basically saying one day you'll see, you'll regret it for not answering my cold calls or cold emails uh, to play at your venues. And I said, bruh, just take the L and move on. Some of y'all out here thinking this is Gotham city and you're Batman. <laughs> and he did not like that. Um, it, it 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 was um apparently not a sore subject for him because this dude said bruh with quotation marks because he he's too um he's too literate to say bruh I like bruh stay the fuck off he's but then he said stay the f t f off my page if you don't like it. And I said, my B, bro, it showed up on my feed, which it did. I was just scrolling. But if you're looking for your opinion to only be positively validated, you should make it private. 
which he then immediately did after saying, sweet profile, bro, explains a lot. Wish you would have gone further than that, Nate, because I don't understand what you're talking about. What does my profile explain? Well, I don't. when you looked at my profile, you said sweet profile explains a lot. I didn't know you need to explain a lot. Not just block your shit so I can't comment and troll your ass no more. Leave it open, bro. It's okay. You got butt hurt. You took the L. Again, take the L, dog. Take the L. I'll take many L's. I'll take an L when I need it. Bruh. Take it. Derek said, I feel a TikTok coming. Jared said, I feel like this is part of his comic book villain origin story. <laughs> Dude starring in his own movie and we're just the extras. Um, So he got mad. Here's what you need to fucking know before you go on the uh, internet and whine like a fucking baby about how the venue's not calling you back. They don't make any fucking money either, buddy. They are broke. Most of them are fucking broke. Uh... I'm looking right now. I'm trying to find some financial information. I mean, it's not... It, it's going to be hard. Uh, the uh, Side note. Expecting an artist to pay for an exposure of tips is positively shameful. Ooh, this is a good article. Let's say you own a bar and you want to feature live music. Your favorite sing singer songwriter wants two fifty to play. He's a local guy, and you don't charge a cover when you have bands in your establishment. This means that the money that you pay Joe songwriter has to be made in drink sales at the bar. That's easy. Two hasn't two fifty isn't much at a busy bar. Well, keep in mind that the number you're trying to hit is not two fifty. Here's a little lesson, to you guys. You need to make two hundred fifty in profit to pay Joe songwriter. After you've covered your drinks, it varies depending on which uh, libation you're looking at, but a reasonable average is about 75% profit margin or 25% cost in goods. The raw ingredients in the drinks you're serving, some are higher and some are lower. Let's pay Joe. Now you're thinking, whoa, 75% profit that the bar is raking in. No, not so far. Let's pay 350. Let's pay Joe Songwriter. The bar needs to sell out 370 worth of drinks to cover his price. With an average drink price of $6, the first 61 drinks you sell will pay for his services. And a neighborhood bar with cheaper drinks, that number will likely be higher. For a multi-piece band that charges 400, the target is more like 530 or 88 drinks. 88 drinks is a lot, especially for a smaller venue. What if you have 40 to 50 people in the bar? I would never be upset about 50 people hanging out and having a good time. It's a good crowd in a smaller place, but is 50 people enough to support a band without a cover charge or ticket? Probably not. After the bar sells 61-ish drinks, Joe Songwriter is covered, and then he can begin to chip away at his overhead. At minimum, they've got payroll, the payroll service fees, taxes, workers' comp, business insurance, rent, national grid, internet, water, trash removal, alarm system, advertising, marketing, a whole roster of expensive annual permits, 
liquor license, ASCAP, and BMI. It's not such an easy decision now, is it? There you go. For you idiots, go online. And I don't have to make the distinction that um, if smaller artists, because I don't think I really ever see um, big artists complain about it. And if they do, it's a case-by-case basis where they made sold 10,000 tickets at the stadium and some sleazebags stole like $250,000. But that's a, that, that's a case-by-case basket, case-by-case issue. And if anything, they're saying, hey, this event at this time, this motherfucker stole. Do not go on the internet and whine. And I see it all the time about either the venues are not paying you enough or they're not getting back with you. They are not getting back with you because they have a flood of local, semi-regional Texas country artists sending them cold calls all the fucking time. Can I play in your band? Varying from I want $250 to $350 to $1,000. Some of them, some of you also like to say that the ones that are only charging $250 are screwing you out of more money. This whole reason is why what I just said from this article from Listening Room 443, great article called The Economics of Live Music Small Venue, is why you should not complain that other people are stealing gigs or stealing your money by taking less or that these people won't call you back or don't pay enough. Venues will pay you whatever they think or hope you can make plus 50% or something. So if they're hiring a band for $50 or for $250, they're thinking that's easy to do because the capacity of my bar is only 100 people and I average 50 people a night. So I can take a risk on this 250 guy because people like him and I can reasonably hope that I will make my money back. What you need to realize is when you ask for a bar to pay you $250 to play their show. Hold on, let me put my sunglasses on for this because it's about to get too fucking real for y'all. When you ask them to say, pay me $250 to play all the other fucking cover songs that every other fucking band is playing, you think, oh, I can make the bar $250. Think about it. You don't just have to make them $250. You've got to make them $250 and then they can start making their money. So if they didn't hire you and they just had a regular night, every bit of money they made from when the first customer came in and had a drink to the last is theirs. When they pay your goofy ass $250, they do not make a dime that whole night until they have made $250 because they've got to pay you. Then they get to start making their money. So if it's four hours in your gig and you've only made the bar uh, $150, they're still out $100 and they haven't made any money. So they lost money. This is why venues are not calling you back or are scared. Do not go on the internet and say, fuck venues. Why aren't y'all fucking y'all treat artists like shit? Get better. They are business owners, as I am, and they are not making lots of money. These people 
do not have the luxury to give you a shot or to risk their money. They have, if they have employees, they have to employ their employees and whatever workers come and other shit. They have a house, a mortgage, or rent. Food on the table, they got kids. Your fucking want to be some superstar and get on stage and play fucking Tyler Childers covers all night does not pay their fucking mortgage or their food. So stop going on the internet and collecting sympathy likes because they will not call you back. It is sad. Most of these places, especially after COVID, are not swimming with cash, just, you know, have the uh, ability to take a risk on every local fucking peen dick motherfucker in this town. You want to get paid? You want venues to call you back? Create an identity. Create a brand. Create a unique brand. First and foremost, write great fucking songs. Play great songs. Practice your fucking guitar. Practice your singing every fucking day till you are undeniably great. Pay for a pro shop. Pray for a pro mixed audio and mastered audio for said pro shop. Then send that out to venues. If your art and your content and your brand is undeniably awesome, I bet you will find that venues have no problem paying you what you want, what you're worth, and getting back to you. But don't go on the internet just begging for likes because you're always going to get likes and reactions on these posts because there are so many of you fucking losers out there and you swarm together and swarm and vibrate like honeybees that have fucking gone feral and just are heating up swarming to, you know, avoid fucking predators. Of course you're going to get fucking likes. When you go on there and make these posts and it's one of the only posts on your music is only getting two posts. Nobody fucking watches your shit. But you make these sad sympathy posts and you get 300 fucking likes and you, you feel validated in that. You know what? I'm right. Fuck these venues. No, you're not right. There are just a bunch of nut, a lot of fucking losers out there that are agreeing with you. But it ain't going to change your situation. Make a brand. Write great songs. Play good music. Put yourself out there. And when they don't get back to you, don't go on the internet and fucking cry. Use it as fucking fuel to see. Go back to the drawing board and say, where can I improve? It's how I did it. And it's helped me. And I got this advice. I got this advice not from my own fucking genius. Though I am a motherfucking super genius, I can say I did not get this advice from my own brain. Guess what I did? Went online. Looked up other guitar players, artists, and musicians that were selling tickets, doing big things, being successful. A lot of them give out free advice. I took their advice, and they said what they're saying, what I'm saying right now, and it is the way. Crying, trying to get sympathy. You, you, you're not gonna. Nobody's gonna call you back, especially when you, you think a venue's gonna call you back if they know you. If, if. You guys get it in a business disagreement. You're going to go on the internet and cry like a fucking baby the first time you get in a disagreement. No. Nobody's going to want to fucking work with you. Like, artist to artist, bitch about them. Y'all don't ever say shit about other artists. All you ever do is kiss other musicians' ass and put these fucking small venues down that are making no fucking money trying to make a living and just love live music. Stop being fucking babies. Stop crying. Wah, wah, wah. And it, it says a lot the motherfucker either blocked me 
or deleted the post. I mean, that says everything right there, bro. But if you're going to put your fucking opinion for the public to see, the public's going to fucking say what the public has to say. When I say controversial shit, you don't think I get backlash? I mean, some of my most viral content is controversial shit about music where it's thousands of comments saying, fuck you, I'm an idiot. You think I left that shit up? Damn right I left that shit up because I ain't no pussy. The venues, some of these people, the bartenders, the managers, and the owners of these venues are hardworking people, most of them living in the motherfucking shadows, helping the community in a motherfucking way you losers could never, ever understand. Helping people get together, try most of the time creating, trying to do their best to create a space for women or anybody that they can have a good time dealing with the riffraff. And they do give, they, they do give artists shots. They gave me a shot. They don't give artists who get on the internet and whine like babies a shot. Unless your mom and dad has got a million fucking dollars and can pay your way to fame in the Texas Music Country chart. Unless you got it made with a big, a family that's rich, you ain't doing yourself no favors. If you, if like a, some artists who've got big fucking funding from their parents, um, this doesn't apply to you because you can buy your fucking way into anything. It, you can, it, and don't get mad at these people that have mommy and daddy money. It just is what it is. And this does not apply to you because I know that you can call any venue and say, hey, I want to play this venue and I can promise you I can sell 300 tickets because then you, you're, whoever's funding you can just write a check for 300 tickets. Whether or not the place is packed doesn't matter. They're still getting their money. That's a lesson. Don't so. There's no point in getting jealous at those people. I'm talking to the motherfuckers that aren't rich like me that have to do what it takes to fucking do shit and make it in this fucking swamp. You're just not doing yourself any better. It's unbecoming. You look like a loser and you're not going to get booked. Just take the L, move on, say, how can I get better every day and just keep hustling? Stop whining. God. So that was the rant. That's my music rant. Where am I at? Hold on, guys. I'm at 74.86 seconds. I'm going to end this podcast. Y'all be on the lookout tomorrow, Tuesday. And the next day, we got a guest gone. Lots of great guests coming. Y'all be sure to check out the Earl Shred Shopify merch store, please. Just put up a new shirt yesterday, Sunday. Hope everybody had a good Super Bowl party. I watched it alone. Halftime sucked. Uh, Chris Stapleton fucking killed this uh, national anthem. Slayed that shit. Um, so y'all have a great week. Please be safe at your job. Be safe on the road. Please think about your mental health. Think about yourself. Think about times are tough. If you're like me and you're struggling with the bills to pay the bills, just keep grinding, keep hustling, stick with me, help support me any way you can. We got this shit together. Um, people of East Palestine, Ohio, I'm thinking about y'all. That's fucked up. Um, I hope that it is not that's I hope that the environmental fucking destruction is not that bad. I really do um, think about you guys, man. I can't I can't imagine what that must be like. Um, so sorry that happened to you guys. Profits over people. That's what fucking happens, asshole. When you put profits over people, if you the corporations have put a value on their lives and their health and safety and it is time to take this shit back. Fuck them. 
If you're already broke, it's real easy for us to sit here and say this. The only people that are trying to fight this narrative have millions of fucking dollars and go on private boats, go on vacation six months a year, and have private yachts. Those are the only people fighting this narrative because they want to keep their fucking way alive and they want us to fucking do their dirty work. I promise you it's the way it is. It's the way it's always been. And as long as people like me and you keep talking about it, they can always get away with it and we can do our best. I'm thinking about the people of East Ohio big time. So y'all, please, if you have the financial resources or in any way can help those people, Please look into any way. I'll try to research some ways, some money, GoFundMe, charity stuff maybe, and I'll put it on uh, this so that we can help those people. That is sick. Um, and the rest of you musicians, stop complaining because venues won't hire. It sucks. They won't hire me either, but you don't see me whine like a baby. All right, I love you all. Peace out.